here now? I have two different identities. We all have our little secrets, don't we, Miss Wonder Woman? You're not just Wonder Woman? Describe this costume. Low-profile kind of lady, but she's definitely cool. It was red, white, and blue. She goes around posing as Wonder Woman all the time. A young woman wearing what are obviously the colors of the American flag. With stars. There was this really weird girl. And I'm convinced it was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. The IADC agent, Diana Prince. And all because of Wonder Woman. She's as meddlesome in the 20th century as she is in the 22nd. I thought you were a dream, a legend. I thought she was a legend or a fantasy. Not sure I'm even awake yet. She caught the bullets or deflected them or something. There are quite a few things you don't know about me, Steve. It was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. With the exception of Wonder Woman. In the persona of Diana Prince. We all know that you are indestructible. She is vulnerable. I want Wonder Woman on my team. What does that have to do with me or Wonder Woman? Thanks, Wonder Woman. I don't move until you chill Diana Prince. What I've heard about is she values human life above all else. Now we will see if this so-called Wonder Woman deserves her reputation. Zero hour. This is going to be zero. Ooh. Yeah. See how it did that. We're back in the nineties. Yeah. Now. Exactly. Oh, that's true. That's true. Some of that is good. So, well, <laughs> I, well, when it comes to Wonder Woman, some of it's real bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you can say that for every decade, really. Well, wait a minute. The nineties had uh, uh, Messner lobes and it had uh, burns. So maybe those are those are. Um, uh, ooh. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. The lobes, the storytelling. See, oh, man. Oh, here we are. We haven't, I haven't even introduced the show. We're getting into the comic books, which this show has nothing to do with. The show has nothing to do with. Okay, so here we go. First of all, welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Satin Tights, a Wonder Woman podcast. This show is about the Wonder Woman TV show, the Linda Carter television show that aired from 75 to 79. My name is Paul K. Bisson. My co-host in this wonderful endeavor is Ray Caspio. And we're going to introduce ourselves. Uh, but uh, first, let me tell you uh, what Satin Tights uh, is all about. As I said, it's about the uh, reviewing. Ex- I call it exploring. Uh, because it, or, I like that. I, I want to go into uh, every part of the show and every facet, every layer. Um, it's messages and meanings. Look, we're not mission log. We are not going to be dissecting the morals and messages and meanings of Wonder Woman, the TV show, because really there aren't many. Okay. (laughs) Um, it it wasn't, it was not that kind of a show quite, quite frankly. Um, did it have some messages and morals? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially in the very beginning. Uh, and then it was like, whoa, 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 hold on. It's, this uh, feminism, this uh, sisterhood, this woman stuff here. Whoa, let's kind of rein that in, and and uh, let's let's make a more of an action show. And that's basically what they did. But I did learn I did learn how to love animals from this show, even more than I already did. Were you picking uh, uh, the wings off of flies before Wonder Woman? I was uh, <laughs> flies and bees. I used to catch bees and then put them in uh, jars of water. No. And then I would freeze them. And then I did, and I did, and then I would uh, thaw it out, 
pour the water out and then just stare at the bee expecting it to come back to life because I thought I heard Walt Disney had been frozen. <laughs> and I thought, well, if they can freeze Walt Disney, I could freeze a bee. Ladies and um, gentlemen, our former co-host, Ray Caspio. <laughs> <laughs> you froze the bees. I froze bees. There was never a Wonder Woman episode about bees. <laughs> so I learned nothing about bees. Wow. But I did learn from Gargantua to love animals even more than I already did. So that is one moral I took away from Wonder Woman, among many. That's really wonderful. Okay, so, so and there you go. So there are some messages and meanings and morals uh, in Wonder Woman. And, and uh, here's my philosophy with podcasts. I want to be entertained, absolutely, but I also want to learn something a little bit, right? So when I decided to do this podcast, it's sort of, I took the sort of the template from uh, another podcast that I do, which is called Cyborgs, a bionic podcast. Cyborgs. Cyborgs. And and that is a podcast in which I explore uh, the world of the $6 million man and the bionic woman as played by Lee Majors and Lindsay Wagner, uh, respectively. Uh, not that <laughs> I'm sure Lindsay Wagner could play the $6 million man. There's nothing wrong with that either. And I'm sure she could do it better than Lee May. Oh, oh, oh! That is not a dig at Lee. <laughs> that is uh, that is a a compliment to Lindsay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Whatever you say, right? Um, <laughs> what we do on Cyborgs is we we first rule is to entertain. I want I want to be something that people are going to enjoy listening to. Uh, because there are tons of podcasts out there, and there there's a lot to choose from. And I want to be entertaining, but I also want to be informative. I want to sort of tell you something that you might not have known about the show, and we're going to endeavor to do that as well on this show about Wonder Woman, uh, the TV series. This is not going to be a love fest. Um, let me let me clarify that. We love Wonder Woman. Very much. We love Linda Carter. Immensely. We, and it, it's always been my philosophy that a true fan are the ones that can take a look at something that they love and go, oh, what a piece of crap that was. And um, there are some stinkers in Wonder Woman that we're going to have fun talking about because that's what we do. That's, 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 that's the part of the joy of loving a show is loving its, you know, its not so sh- shiny and polished uh, sides. End of second season. Most of third season. <laughs> what, you didn't like Murderous Missile? No, I did like that one. You did, see? You see? I liked Murderous Missile. I did not like it as a kid. I thought it was boring. Um, <laughs> well, and see, an, that's... A, as an adult, I liked it. I don't know what, 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 what it was. What you might not have enjoyed as a kid, you have a certain appreciation for it as, as an adult. And we, we're going to find out when that happened, when that page turned for you. And TV shows, they stay the same. We're the ones that grow. We're the ones that get older. Things change for us. Our lives change. We have different appreciations. So <clears throat> that's basically what we're going to do here uh, on Satin Tights, a Wonder Woman podcast. Uh, back in 2013, when I first uh, conceived of the idea, I looked for a Wonder Woman podcast out there, and there wasn't. There was there was one that I found, and it was called Wonder Woman Princess of the Amazons. And it was hosted by a guy named Andrew Pinkham. And he did three episodes, and then oh, it went away. Andrew. Yeah. And, and there was nothing, and there was nothing. And I was like, well, the success that we have on Cyborgs, 
I wanted to give that same treatment to another beloved show, which was Wonder Woman, and <clears throat> there was nothing out there. So uh, this is not the case now. In the time that... <laughs> Uh, if, if, if you thought the Wonder Woman movie was in development hell for the last 20 years, <laughs> uh, I have the original email from 2013 <laughs> and my enthusiastic reply. Yes, I'm ready. And here we are four years later. Yeah. Here we are four years later. This is, you know, people who know me are like, yeah, that's pretty much Paul's, uh, birds of a feather, Paul. <laughs> so, um, that's the basic history of this podcast. I wanted to do it way back when. It took time. We're, we're and we're and, and you know and Ray, you and I are still going to figure this out. You know, there's going to be there're going to be some things that we do that we try that that we're not going to like, and they'll probably you know we'll get rid of those. Yeah, I would hope so. The other thing is about um, the, the format structure, and that's going to be a, a thing that 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 I send a huge long. Uh, Ray and I have been talking over the years I, I, about different segments and what we're going to have and different ideas, and 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 he hated all of them. And, um, and <laughs> he's like, no, I was at a very no, different, very no. different place. <laughs> now I'm like, whatever, let's try it, let's do it. I'm game. Maybe somebody will like it. Maybe, Maybe we'll like it. <laughs> Maybe we'll like it. Um, the idea also is to, when we review shows, is to have a special guest uh, on the show with us as we review them. And I have reached out to various names uh, that you might be familiar with, that you might have heard. So um, all that stuff is still in development. So um, it, it, you know, anything can change. But that's what we want to. That's what we want to. I sort of want to uh, bring other voices. To uh, to talk about Wonder Woman, all and and all of those people, uh, they have a, a a great love for Wonder Woman, if not for the show, uh, a great love for Wonder Woman in general. And we're also going to talk about that, the sort of the the the. I can't wait to dig into that. People love the show. They're not really into the comics, or people's. There are some people who are big comic uh, Wonder Woman comic book fans, historians in their own right, um, with the information they have, and then they really don't care for the show. Um, or people love the animated, uh, we wish there was a Wonder Woman animated series. People love the, uh, the, the Justice League animated series. They love Wonder Woman on there. Uh, one of the, uh, new podcasters, uh, uh, Matt, who, uh, has, who runs, uh, who hosts uh, the Radio Free Themyscira, uh, he was a kid of the 90s, he says in his podcast, and that was his introduction to Wonder Woman. Paul, what was yours? I don't think I know this. Nice segue there, Ray. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, well, I, okay, so let's take a look. Um, how did I get into Wonder Woman? Um, well, what was the first time, do you remember the first time you ever saw an image of Wonder Woman? Yes. Whether it was a TV show or something else? Yes, it was the Super Friends. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe, Superman, Wonder Woman. It was Wonder Woman on the Super Friends with, with, uh, with, with Zan and Jaina, even before then. What was it? Who, who were the two? Oh, uh, Wendy and Marvin. Wendy and Marvin, yes. Oh, that was my introduction to her, but... Nothing really, it didn't really click for me. She didn't really click for me until the Linda Carter TV show. Woman. 
and so there were no comics in between. No, there was. I I, I remember. Uh, here's what here's what I remember. The, the 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 very nutshell timeline. Super Friends, Wonder Woman, uh, ABC season one. Mm-hmm. Enthralled, glued to the television. Um, I was born in seventy, so Wonder Woman November seventy five. I was five. Uh, and then 76, so 6, 7, 8 is when it really hit me, the days that, uh, when, when, when she was on TV. And it mm-hmm. just, it just, I was just infatuated with it. Um, the spectacle of, the, of her transformation. Yeah. The music, when she would spin into Wonder Woman and the, fa- the chorus fanfare, singing. As she was racing into action, mm-hmm. all of this was just—it was glorious as a kid to watch this. Right then, it was comic books. I remember, I remember looking through comics. Uh, we'd go to the what the the my mother would take. We'd go to the the five and dime. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm really dating myself. I went to the five and dime. <laughs> And I got me oh, a soda. Oh, wait a minute, a wait a minute. Is, is that Uncle Toots? Is that Uncle Toots? <laughs> Uncle Toots, did you go to the five and die? <laughs> oh. I went to the five and die. <laughs> and then right next door to the Woolworths. That's what, that's what the Woolworths was. That's right. That's right. With those soda fountains. We're gonna. Ha- we're totally. We're totally gonna have to plug Uncle Toots. We. Ha- oh my God! You. You people. <laughs> if you've come for Wonder Woman, you're gonna be leaving wanting Toots. I'll just. I'll let me just say. Just say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember at, in the Woolworths and the Five of Nine, I would. I would uh, look through the comics uh, because I was just. Oh my God! That's Wonder. That's a Wonder Woman uh-huh. in print, and I would just like. But it wasn't something that I would, uh, my mother wouldn't buy them for me. And, and I w- certainly didn't have the money to buy them. And I remember. Why wouldn't, your, why wouldn't your mom buy them? I think she thought that I would not really appreciate them. That I would not really okay. take care of them. Because I uh, did not really take care of a lot of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? You're six. I'm six, right? But I remember breezing or, or looking through them, right? And um the comic that hit me was Wonder Woman 151. And it is a pic and and I don't know why, but it's a it's the one with Orana on the cover and she's kicking Diana who's dressed as Diana Prince with the ponytail. Yep. Diana Prince is wearing green. Yes. She's wearing yes. a green pants. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that that, that was image. in my first batch of comics really? so, oh, of yes, Wonder Woman. Yes, yes. That was one of the issues. There were two <laughs> issues. Yeah, but that was the one for some reason because now by this time I've been watching Wonder Woman. I watched her second season. I've been watching. Uh, I think 151 came out around end of second season, beginning of third season, from what I remember. Because she looked like Diana Prince from CBS. Yep. And I'm like, oh my God. And then who's this wonder? I love when comics, man, it's like a trope with comics, right? You someone else in the in the uniform, right? Um, but that image so struck me that I picked up the comic and I said, I want this comic, mom. And she bought it for me. And, and then from that point on, I, I was started, she started buying comics, the Wonder Woman comics from that point on. And then I started buying comics. Um, Okay. And that's. Was she reading them or was she buying them for you? She was buying them for me 
I guess at that time, at that point, whatever it was, eight or nine, I, she knew that, it, uh, you know, something, I guess, I guess I had changed. I guess I was cleaning my room and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the toys were being put away. Yes, you can, uh, you're not going to, you can have the guy, better not see it, you know, face down, you know, in the, uh, you know, under the, under the bed, um, the, that whole speech. But that was, that was the first comic that I remember I wanted. And then I started getting more and I started collecting more. And that's, that's really how it started. And then, you know, 10, okay. 11, 12, 13, that's when I really started. I was buying them. I was, you know, with my, my own money, uh, getting it. Then, you know, at 14, 15, you get your job, you get a job. Now you're really getting into comics. Now you're really buying them. It began with Super Friends. It, it it captivated me with Linda Carter, and then the comics started, uh, and then uh, and then the George Perez uh, in the in the in, in eighty six the uh, the eighty seven the 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 reboot. Um, I I think it that was the next touchstone for me was the George Perez reboot. It was the next okay. major thing, uh, and that I was uh, by that I mean by that time I knew. You know, you, you there's no escaping. You know, in your heart, you know, in your soul, in your skin, that you are a, a Wonder Woman fan, fanatic, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but as you say, in the '90s, uh, Ray, there were many comics I bought, and they I, I bought, I would bring them home, and they would get dropped into a a, a pile on the desk, or you know, or in a box, um, and that was largely due to uh, Diodato. Diodato? Diodato. Probably oh. Deodato. It was that whole 90s TNA that that just, there are some images that he drew. I mean, and look, I understand the 90s, you know, uh, Loeb's and he brought in, uh, it was, you know, it was the the introduction of Artemis and, the, and bringing her character out. And, but I have to tell you, I, uh, I was so put off by that art that I did not even really give Loeb's stories a chance. And from what I hear in There's retrospect- There's some really good issues. Yeah, there. from what I hear in, in retrospect is that there were some really good stories that Loeb's told. Yeah. And I yeah. totally oblivious to it because I would buy the- I, 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 I don't know if you're, if you're one of these people. I would I buy Wonder Woman. If I don't like it, I'm not going to read it, but I will buy it. I will put it in the, and, 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 you know, I've got friends who are going, wait a minute, why, why don't you, why don't you vote with your money? Why don't you make a statement? If, if why don't you stop buying? Uh, and it's like, wait a minute, but it's Wonder Woman. And, and, and I'll tell you, I have, I mean, I've collected, I've gone, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 titles. And I've, over the years, you know, those, the, they varied. And sometimes I've dropped them all. I have never dropped a Wonder Woman. I have always bought Wonder Woman. We stopped with Wonder Woman. Uh, I got three issues into Azarello, and oh! <laughs> I was like, "This is this isn't even Wonder Woman." I have no interest in reading this. He is destroying the character and destroying years of history for to tell his story about the Greek gods and it, uh, just vile, vile work. I hate that run. So and what he did to her. I lasted just a few more issues than you, and then I stopped reading uh, Azarello. Did you still buy it though? Yeah, I still. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped buying it. See, good for you. Okay, yeah. wait, hold on. Let's rewind. I I now turn the question to you. How did Wonder Woman happen to you? Uh, I was such a child of TV, and I think I still am in a way. Um, it just brought me such a joy as a kid. It was such a, a way to escape. Um. And I found that in uh, 
what I now know, female fantasy characters, you know. I st- uh, the first show I ever remember watching was Bewitched on a black and white TV in my grandma's front room. And uh, they sat, my mom was visiting my grandma for the day and they sat me in front of the TV just to get me out of their hair. And I, I, I couldn't have been more than two or three years old. But I remember the animated opening and then the magic and the sound effects and uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, of course. And I just got hooked on that. And then the next one, I rem- then I, I love Laverne and Shirley. Um, I, w- I was just watching all these shows with female leads. That for whatever reason, I was attracted to it. Isis, Electra Woman and Donna Girl. Never watched those. Oh, wow. Uh, Kevin, my husband, has them now. And I've heard them. <laughs> I have no desire to watch them. Um, okay. But eventually it got to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. And I, I was three years old. And the first episode I remember seeing was Beauty on Parade. And I was, it was the spin. That did me in. I just thought it was so cool that this is how she transforms and this is how she gets to be the, what she, or this is how she gets to do what she can really do. Um, and, and the music and the, the big light burst, which now looks so primitive, but I think still is so magical. Um, it drew me in. And then her portrayal of the character, I, I just felt like I had to watch. There was something about Linda Carter that was just gluing me to the TV. And even in the worst episodes of the series, you still watch because of Linda. And what, what she was doing with the character and how she was portraying her. Um, so, yeah, it started with Beauty on Parade, and I just had to watch every episode. And here in Cleveland, it was on, I was watching the uh, syndication. This is like 82, 83. Um, it was on Channel 43 in the afternoon and on the weekend. So it was on every day. And I would watch it every day. <laughs> And, um, you know, my parents were divorced, so I had to visit my father a lot, and he hated that I watched the show. When I visited him on weekends, he would not let me watch it. Uh, He would say, you have to come watch football with me. Really? (laughs) Because he was afraid Wonder Woman was going to turn me gay, (laughs) and it was the the football uniform that did that. Um, yeah, but Dad, he, he I'll was... watch a bunch of guys in tight, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, running and bending over and, you know. Slapping butts. Sure. Um, but I, I was really pissed at him that he wouldn't let me watch it. So I would put up a fight. Um, and eventually he'd say, all right, go watch it up in the bedroom. And so I would sit in there on weekends and watch it. But at home, um, my mom would buy me cardboard. And I would draw the tiara on it and the bracelets and a belt. She would cut it out or help me cut it out. 
I'd color it, and then she'd help me wear it. And then I would sit in front of the TV and watch Wonder Woman in my Wonder Woman costume. And then go outside and play with my friend Jenny. We would play superheroes. And I would always tell her, all right, we're going to play superheroes. You have to be Superman. I'm Wonder Woman. And we'd just play in my front yard. And there was a tree in my front yard. Um, this is probably about five or six years old at this point. There was a, um, an old, uh, what the hell are they called? A pine tree in my front yard. Um, and there was a cutout in the tree that you could go into the tree. And that used to be my, where I would spin. So I'd be Diana Prince. I'd run into the tree. I'd spin and I'd hide my Wonder Woman costume in there. And I'd put on my cardboard and I had a, a rope from my dad's truck. He was, uh, in my stepdad's truck. He was in, um, construction siding. And I would put his rope on my belt loop and I'd run around and be Wonder Woman. And... One, then watching Wonder Woman turned into watching the Bionic Woman because she came on before Wonder Woman. But there was always something about Linda that grabbed me and made me want, and something about the character that made me realize that this was a hero and I could be a better person for watching this. And also, I love this music and I love watching her spin. Uh, fast forward. So, oh, my comic book story is during this time, this, I'm probably about six, seven years old, my, there was a bazaar um, about 10 minutes away from us, and my, I went to the bazaar one day with my mom. She and my grandma would go a lot, and I went with my mom, and they had Wonder Woman comics. And one of the issues I saw was number 151. And I was fascinated because it looked like Linda Carter on the cover right, as Diana right. Prince. And so I picked up that one, and then um, I don't know what the issue number, but the cover is Wonder Woman either jumping into a dinosaur's mouth to save a girl or she's falling into the dinosaur's mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so those were my first two Wonder Woman comics. And I read them, and I was horrified. <laughs> because I, 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 I didn't know who this character was. This wasn't the IADC. This she's not spinning. She's using the lasso to change. Diana Prince is an astronaut. What the heck was is she this? An astronaut at that point? Yes, and uh, <laughs> or she had some different job. And right. in the in the one fifty one issue, she starts astronaut training. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, what? This isn't this isn't Wonder Woman. <laughs> where's the IADC? Where's where's the IADC? <laughs> and uh, so I I read them reluctantly. And then sort of put the comics to the side and stuck with the show for a while. And then I remember being at Toys R Us years later. Um, and the first few issues, or no, oh, Challenge of the Gods. Perez's uh, Challenge of the Gods was there at Toys R Us in a multi-pack. And I picked those up. And I'm, I read that, and I'm like, this is definitely not Wonder Woman for me. <laughs> um, now, now I appreciate these gods? Now I appreciate it um, for what it is. But the TV show has always been my touch point. Um, so that, then, that reconciliation for you was, was a difficult one. It was, it was, because uh, uh, for me it was, okay, so she's not, she's not doing what I, I thought she would be doing, but well, this is interesting. And, and, and this, I didn't have, I, I I wasn't put off as much as as you were. 
she didn't feel like a full character or or the character i knew i felt like it was somebody else wearing wonder woman's clothes um and i also didn't like the double w Ooh. I'm like, where's the eagle where where is the eagle <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't understand any of this. And back then I, I didn't have the knowledge that I do now, obviously right. many, many years later. Um, so then the TV show returned to FX and Oh my God. I, 1996. Four. 94. Really? June of 94. June oh, wow. of 94. You, you know this. I thought it was 96. That's great. And the first episode I saw. Beauty on Parade. <laughs> And I, I, I remember the day I came home from school and I was so excited because I found out the night before that um, Wonder Woman was back on TV on this new channel, which I loved because they did things live and it, it was fun in the beginning uh, when FX first started. And uh, the episode came on and she did that first spin and I was, again, hooked on the series. And that... I, I, I don't think I ever missed an episode when it was running on FX. I would even, if I already had it on VHS tape, I would tape it again because the quality <laughs> might be better might. this time around. Yeah, we, you, can't, you, couldn't, you couldn't afford to risk not having uh, a better quality version. Right, right. And so that's really where, like, um, I, I, I was a teenager by this point, so I was starting to understand things differently. But again, for me, it was such an escape from the life I was living at that time and my family situation that it was, I knew for an hour everything would be okay. And so I watched FX until it went off there. Then it moved to the Sci-Fi Channel. And uh, the first episode I saw there was not Beauty on Parade. I think that was, um, what was the first step? Fausta. And again, I was uh, I recorded all those episodes as well. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> I still have, I think I still have them in a box in my basement. Oh, wow. All those tapes. Um, because they had, in their cuts, their syndicated cut was different than what FX was. Right. So sci-fi sometimes had different scenes that I hadn't, hadn't seen before or hadn't remembered. And then Columbia House started and it, Oh, the Columbia I've, House. I've, 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 seen, I've probably seen every episode except Spaced Out and The Fine Art of Crime. Um, at, least 30, <laughs> at least 30 times. Oh, is that a, should I have a little bell every time that I think Ray's <laughs> throwing some shade? I'm going to get a little bell. Bing! Yeah, get a bell. Get a bell. Put that on the list. Put that on, put that on the Bells. list. Bells. Bells. Oh, um, gosh. Okay. So, yeah, that's... And then... The comic book, of course, started in the 90s. I was reading comics and buying comics a lot. And uh, I actually liked Mesner Loeb's, what he was doing. I didn't mind the art because my brain just wasn't processing it at that end. I was very naive. I had no idea. Uh, I just thought it was very action-packed art um, that I didn't mind all that much. And I actually think one of the best issues of the comic is, I think it's 45 it's a very simple story. I remember Diana eating a hot dog and hating it. And she is working with Ed and Delicato to save uh, this girl at the end. She comes bursting through a window 
deflects a bullet and saves his child. And oh, it's one of my favorite. Is a little girl in the corner? Yes. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yes. That that when I read that as a teenager, I'm like, okay, now I see this is Wonder Woman. And that's when I began reading it on a regular basis. Um, stopping with Azarello. Thankful for Greg Rucka. If you haven't read the last issue, number 23, it is probably the best Wonder Woman comic that's ever been written. Stop me in my tracks. It, do you know when you, you, you just mentally pause, everything just stops and you're like, wow. You just you sort of take stock in the moment of what you're doing and what you're reading and what you've just read. And there were a couple of moments in that, in issue 23, where I just was like, wow. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 that issue is pretty profound. Yeah, and I don't want to give anything away about it because I think you have to read everything that led up to that point oh, yeah. in order to really get the full impact. Um, but that issue reminded me once again why I love this character so much. Um, because she is about love and finding the best in people, even when she's rolling her eyes in on, on the CBS series. Oh my uh, God. Because she's so aggravated with how stupid oh. all these men are. Oh. And I thank her for doing that eye roll because see, I learned so, how to do an eye roll because of Linda Carter. See, that's what makes you such a great co-host for me. Because there are things about that that you absolutely love. And as you said, you taught you how to do an eye roll. I uh, I forgot how cynical she became, and um, and uh, I found it very off putting. Did you <laughs> when I when I rediscovered it? It actually makes me cringe when I see her as Diana Prince, you know, getting angry or scowling or or being sarcastic. I'm like, oh oh god, where can, can we can you spin into Wonder Woman already? Just so we can, <laughs> just so we can because as Wonder Woman. It, it, and, and here was it's something very interesting. As Wonder Woman, she never she never did it as as uh, venomously as she did as Diana Prince. Oh, you you thought she did? I see. I just took it as I am so fed up with these people. It, I, I did. I didn't think it was venomous. I just thought. Well, it, look in, in Murderous Missile. When 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 the 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 hick says, oh, and I just uh, I just I, I fixed out your carburetor, and we're gonna fix it. And I took it, and she <laughs> and you see her like you, if it was a cartoon, there would be smoke coming out of her ears, and then she kicks her tire. I'm Does like, she? I don't remember. I'm that. like, I'm like, honey, you need to relax. Yeah, and, and of course that episode was poorly written anyway. I mean, I, it was it was just. Whenever you, uh, uh, again, we're going to, this is what this show is about. Whenever you get into the trappings of television writing and you, you put it, you put uh, Wonder Woman in a situation where it would work for someone uh, non-superpowered. In fact, I love episodes where it's the stranger comes to the small town and there's something wrong in the small town and the stranger, our hero, the protagonist has to figure out what it is and save the day. I love those stories. But when your stranger is a superhero that can do super things 
there, it, 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 you lose a dimension of that quality of, of storytelling because you you can't trap that person in the town. You can't. I mean, oh God! When we get when we get into the third season, when she goes to Crystal Lake for uh, for uh, the following the the, the tetrahedrons. Oh, that could have um, been a one-parter. Yeah, and she can't get out of the town. Cut some she, of those establishing she, shots. She can't. <laughs> Kill some of uh, Richard LaSalle, Richard LaSalle's, yeah. th- that, that sound cue. Every time we see the alien, <laughs> every time we see the alien, it's the rattlesnake cue. Oh, wow. We're jumping all over the place. Getting back to... Paul, why did Diana Prince wear a cross? <laughs> she's really playing up this secret identity. Well, uh, hello, she's undercover. No, no, no glasses <laughs> and her hair is down. With, but it's the cross that lets us know she's not Wonder Woman. But uh, you're right. Those those moments where you go, oh, what's this? Um, and I, I I happen to believe that um, the more control somebody has over a situation, um, the more that they are free to do on a whim what they would like to do. Mm-hmm. And Linda Carter, uh, it was her show, and and definitely you know Rightfully by so. the by. By the third season, she pretty much called the shots. If Linda Carter wanted to go on 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 set wearing a cross, there was gonna, there was nobody. No one was going to tell Linda Carter that in the third season of Wonder Woman, and uh, it was and it was popular. You know, I mean, there's and, and a lot of people don't realize Wonder Woman was never officially canceled. I didn't know that it went on hiatus and never came back. So to confused little kids. Phantom of the Roller Coaster. They thought, "Yay, Wonder Woman's back!" Because it aired in September of '79. So the kids going, "Oh my God, Wonder Woman's back!" No, Wonder Woman's not back. Um, and Linda wanted to get as far away from Wonder Woman once it was canceled as she possibly could. And you know, and who and who could blame her? Because of course she was now she was Wonder Woman, right? Right. So, um, she uh, wanted to. She wanted a career. Yeah, she did, and 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 and, and look, and deserved. For, yeah, she deserved it. She deserved every uh, opportunity because you know she paid her dues. She she did a series. She was you know, uh, and I can I totally understand. Of course, back when I was a kid, I was like, wow, what's what's the problem, you know? And uh, she she wanted to continue her. She's an actor. She's right. an act. She's an entertainer. Right. And I can totally see. Uh, how Linda wanted to just run for the hills as fast as she could <laughs> to get away from that outfit. I'm glad now that she's in a place where... She really started to embrace it in the uh, on FX when they would have her guest on Breakfast Time oh, and right, right, Back yeah. Chat. That's back Chat! Back Chat! Oh my Jeff God! Jeff Probst! That's when she oh. really started talking about Wonder Woman again. Um and really embracing there was one episode she was on breakfast i think i still have this on tape too she was guesting on breakfast time and they opened the show with her and tom bergeron uh fl- on, on a, sitting in front of a green screen uh flying in the invisible plane and she was laughing uh enjoying it so i'm glad she eventually came around if you don't send that to me i will get another co-host <laughs> <laughs> And uh, have... who would that be? <laughs> who's who's the number two on the list? There was never a number two. You were always you were uh, Ray. You were always my first choice. Thank you. Paul. And we should probably let our audience know I've never met Ray Caspio. We, yes, we have never met. We should probably tell our audience how we met. Live Journal. Yeah, yeah. You were. I think you were one of my first Live Journal friends. 
Yeah. And I don't remember who friended who, but one of us friended the other. That was that had to be early 2000s. Oh, goodness, yeah. Maybe 04? 03 or 04. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there you have it. And then from there with social media. And then you sent I... me an awesome, If it's on YouTube and many people have stolen it. Uh, <laughs> off of, they've ripped it off of your YouTube and then reposted it. It's the only thing that I that I didn't watermark. And then the people have gift. it was the birthday present. Yeah. I knew Ray's birthday was coming up. Um and uh we had all of the episodes on on DVD by that point. And yes. uh it was a great opportunity. I, I sent uh, Ray, I said, So what are your favorite scenes in Wonder Woman? Can you make a list? And Ray's like, uh, okay. Can <laughs> so, I? <laughs> So I just happened the- to have it already <laughs> typed up. <laughs> uh, long story short, uh, I was I wanted to make him a birthday uh, video birthday gift of his very own Wonder Woman main title opener, and with his all of his favorite scenes, and with one caveat, they had to they they had to match. The, the sounds that were on the original uh, uh, opening so that... Uh, <laughs> you did such uh, a I, brilliant job with that. Well, now, because of the, the, the La La Land's uh, Records uh, album that, have, that has come out, I could redo that and you could pick scenes uh, entirely different. We could add our own sound effects. Oh, um, that's true. But yeah, people have since downloaded it and then uploaded it as their own. Um, and one of the things I love <laughs> is when people... You can read the comments of these other YouTubers, and they're like, "Wonder Lad, yeah, who's Ray Caspio? Who's Ray Caspio?" And 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 it's the one thing none of these people can answer. Yeah, they can't answer anything about it, and it still goes on today. Every time I see that video, now it's it'll pop up on Facebook, it'll pop yeah. up here and there. I will be the one that goes online and goes, "Oh my God." They had Wonder Lad on Wonder Woman? Oh my, OMG, who's Ray Caspio? And just, just to draw attention to it, because um, I thought it was I thought it was hysterical. And, and uh, uh, people out there, um, the reason why we, we, Ray Caspio is Wonder Lad, if you've ever seen him dressed as Wonder Lad. Oh, God. Those pictures are on a hard drive somewhere. I've seen that picture. Number one, it's hot. And number two, it's Wonder Lad. So, <sighs> ha- having said that, um, that's how that's how uh, that's how we met, and we've. Still I'm not curious met. how many people are going to. I'm going to log into my <laughs> website and look at what people are searching to find me now, and it's going it's going to be Ray Caspio Wonder Lad hot. Google that uh, and see see what you come up with. Um, oh my God! Who did what? What did I just start? But um. to find this YouTube video. Go. Uh, it's on YouTube. Custom Season Four Main Title. I think it's called. Wonder Woman will continue in a moment. Wonder Woman is one of the greatest, most long-lived and visibly recognizable icons of female empowerment the world has ever known. That's a crushing weight of expectation to place on someone's shoulders. And Princess Diana of the Amazons has faced scathing criticism for her entire existence as a result. I'm Diablo Frank, and I've been a fan of the Amazing Amazon for my entire life. But she didn't become one of my absolute favorite superheroes until the 1990s. That doesn't seem all that long ago to me, but every year I meet more adults who are otherwise preoccupied getting born around them, so I guess it's been a spell. I try to be a good feminist and all-around decent guy, but I'm still a human being chock full of character flaws 
flaws, quirks, and hang-ups that make me less than anyone's ideal. Despite being an admirable heroine fighting for her rights in her satin tights, Wonder Woman is as human as Adam, and they have the same basic origin. But boy, did that guy make a mess of things. Shouldn't we extend someone with Wonder Woman's track record the same courtesy and empathy we can and should offer to the rest of the world? To be truthful, I'm not a typical fan of the Paradise Island set. I'm not big on mythology, and I'm highly critical of the most popular Themyscirin stories. I like it when Wonder Woman loses her powers and hangs out with a tiny blind Asian martial arts master named I Ching, or when she works at Taco Bell and helps collect child support for a co-worker from a deadbeat mafioso dad, or when she rides around on kangaroo ponies from outer space and is a little too into bondage and spanking for the squares. Wonder Woman is great, but I really miss Diana Prince, the reminder that the heroine feels and fails and bleeds like the rest of us. That's why I call my podcast about her Diana Prince Wonder Woman, and the music playing in the background is from the off-model Kathy Lee Crosby TV movie from 1974, because I like to remember there's a woman behind all that wonder, and I'd like to talk about her if you care to listen on iTunes, Shout Engine, and Internet Archive. Another thing that you talked about, Ray, is you became a Wonder Woman fan in syndication. Yes. Yeah. I, I was uh, July 79. I was born. So only two episodes aired. What do you think about the... Um, I always find this fascinating because uh, what I call the second wave, which was the 80s syndication wave of Wonder Woman, where it was on every day, five mm-hmm. days a week mm-hmm. on so many different channels. In fact, there was a point, uh, my sister Angie, uh, Angela hated Wonder Woman and she teased me forever. My sister hated um, it too. In syndication in the in the 80s, in the early 80s, on channel 25, Wonder Woman came on at four o'clock. On channel 27, Wonder Woman came on at 4.30. <gasps> and so- How did you live? I, <laughs> Well, my sister was like, you're only going to get to watch. Oh, she's like, oh, he's watching Wonder Woman again. I want to watch what I want to watch. And she would come in. And if she came in close to 4.30, I'd switch the channel. I'm like, it just came on. <laughs> was it the same episode? No. <gasps> oh, and I, I what city was, was this? I, this is in Boston. I okay. grew up in Boston. And it was uh, Channel 27 didn't come in as clear as Channel 25. Okay. So... When when four thirty hit, I had to, I and I knew that that I was going to be stuck with other other people. I had to figure out is the episode on twenty five worth it to stay, or should I switch the channel to get another to get another half hour <laughs> to get to get an additional an hour of Wonder Woman. Um, and it, that's that, that. Yeah. What do you think about this sort of uh, the whole uh, original Wonder fan and syndication Wonder fan? Um, uh, where, you know, uh, uh, I mean, that's what you and I are. I was an original, right? You, you were the syndic. That's how, you know, uh, but I mean, I also enjoyed the new wave, but that's where you, that's where you found her is in the new wave and the second wave. Yeah. I, I, I've never really thought about that. Um, because I really didn't know anybody in person who also watched the show. It was just me, just you. And that you had to find someone to play with yeah jenny was next door to me and did she watch it i don't think she, i think it it was mostly me making people watch it watch it with <laughs> yes exactly um, i have always lamented the fact that i did not grow up with uh family members or friends who was 
as enamored of Wonder Woman, the TV show, as I was, because I could never, I could never find anybody in school. Uh, but I always, yeah. when we when we played on the playground and we played superheroes, I was always Wonder Woman. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't. I the only other person I would consider being was Aquaman, but uh, it always had to be Wonder Woman for me. Aquaman, really? Yes, I love Aquaman. Aquaman and well, Nightwing's my favorite male superhero. And well, Aquaman and Nightwing, I would say they're tied for my favorite male superheroes. But at that age, you also loved Aquaman. That's fascinating. Because it was animals. I had a dog and my dog, other than, I mean, I had my best friend, Jim, but my dog, Sasha, was my best friend. And so it always fascinated me when people or heroes could talk to animals. Wonder Woman could. Aquaman could. And I loved water, too. Animals and water. And he's also sexy. That blonde hair. Um, yeah, there, there was just something about him that I liked from Super Friends because that was my exposure to Aquaman, just Super Friends. Well, you know, I will uh, chime in here and say that the voice of Aquaman on Super Friends, the actor starred in live action on Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. He was their boss. Oh. <clears throat> so you may want to check that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that down and put that under consideration. Were you ever bullied? Uh, or made fun of that you were playing Wonder Woman, Wonder as, Woman as, as a little yes. kid? Yes. Yeah. Wonder Woman became, um, after a while, once I was in school and people really started uh, finding out, like in fifth, sixth grade, into junior high and such, um, that did become a huge source of shame for me that my favorite superhero was Wonder Woman. And so she became something that I would watch in secret or uh, never talk about because I didn't want to face going to school. And even my dad would make comments. And uh, there was one year I got a Wonder Woman statue. It's of her flying out of a cloud. Uh, This is from the 90s. I still have it. Um, But it was her flying out of a cloud. And I knew that my stepdad's parents bought it for me for Christmas. And we were opening gifts on Christmas Eve, and it it became time to open the gift, or my gifts, and I I would not open it because I knew that um, my grandpa was going to, my stepdad's father was going to make fun of me and start saying, "Uh, is this your girlfriend? Do you like her? Uh, You know, all that stuff. And as a young gay kid, I, I, I don't want to face those questions. Um, not that I really knew what was going on with me, you know, with my sexuality right. at that time. I just, I, I knew those questions really bothered me because I always felt like I was lying or not lying, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hiding something, hiding something. Um, so she, she became a big, like I said, a big source of shame. And so she became very uh, private, and I would not bring her up or talk about her to anyone all through high school, except my best friend Jim. And um, but my neighbor Matt, who I would uh, hang out with and play with, and he he would know. Don't bother Ray between four and five. Because <laughs> Wonder Woman's on FX, and he's not going to do anything. He's not going to do a damn thing. Um, well, it I, wasn't really I, I, until I met my husband. Uh, Kevin, 
off of the Wonder Woman message boards, by the way. Right, right, And then right. the old Yahoo group, uh, Polly Isn't the Only Queen, where a number of gay Wonder Woman fans migrated to off of the DC boards. It wasn't until I met Kevin that I really found somebody I could talk to Wonder Woman about or talk about Wonder Woman with um, and enjoy her. He was a fan of the TV show, but not like me. So once he moved here after he finished uh, college, um, we watched the whole series together and he got to hear all of my thoughts on the series. And I finally got to geek out with somebody about the series. And then, of course, you know, the Internet and Paul here. Uh, now we can all geek out together. See, that's that's interesting. I, I had... Uh... I was doing the same thing. Uh, when we, I would go out after watching Wonder Woman the next the next week Monday in school at recess, we would we would play superheroes, and I would I distinctly remember saying that I you have to you have to I have to pretend that I'm tied to this chair and I have to spin around. You did it that too. Have, <laughs> it must have looked like the the dumbest the silliest looking thing of this little <laughs> seven eight year old. Spinning around on the freaking ground, uh, trying to emulate uh, her in the chair in Pied Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did the I same. I would do that, and then you know you'd run and you'd jump and you'd hang off the trees and you'd make the strength sound and and whether or not people were judging me or the people that I mean the kids that I were playing with. I I can't remember if they were or not because we were we were playing right yeah. and we were we were we were we were in it. I was a, a first wave fan. It was off the air as I was getting into nine, ten, eleven, twelve, right? Uh -huh. And it was now coming into second wave, eighties uh, reruns. So it was mm -hmm. as you said, it was on every day. Which I, I I envy you having to fall in love with Wonder Woman every day. Yeah. Um, I had I had to wait. You know, it was like, Mom, is it on? Is it coming on? I would wait after Lawrence Welk, after the Muppet Show. Is it on? Is it on? Where is it? And that was one of the thing, one of the things why it, it, it didn't last on ABC because it was just it was on All one week. It was place, it was yeah. yeah it, then it wasn't on. Then it was on. It, it was it was like it was like is this Saturday night? Is it going to be on this time? Um. But I, I started to get into other things and I wasn't, and I was getting older. So I wasn't out playing as a little kid as mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. So I did not, I did not experience the sort of shame or ridicule to put it back to, 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 uh, from other people during those, the 9, 10, 11, 12, because yeah. I was, I was, um, at that age, you start to realize, you start to f start to figure out about your own sexuality, mm -hmm. and and you, uh, if if I were even were so inclined to spin around, pretend to be Wonder Woman, I I nip that in the bud right away, mm -hmm. because I was old enough to know. Well, I can't do that anymore, uh, do, and I'm not going to do that anymore. Do you I'm mean gonna... in in public, or you w or you wouldn't even do it in your in, room? No, in public, yeah. Oh, I'd do it in my room. Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd, you know, I because my sister never. She was always. She, I got ridiculed for it since I was a kid. So yeah. uh, that wasn't. I, I I could deal with that. But but no way was I going to. As I was finding out about my own myself and my own. Yeah. You know who I was and what 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 are all these weird weird feelings? 
no way was I gonna. I mean, it's like I'm just starting to figure this out. Yeah. And 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 even at that age, you know, wait a minute, this isn't accepted. I can't. I can't be myself here. Right. Um, I couldn't even draw her in school because she was what I would draw. You know, that, that's my, I, I'm sitting here looking at a piece of paper as we're talking. I am just doodling Wonder Woman. Um, but that is all I would draw in school other than Super Mario characters. And I, I, I had to stop drawing her because I didn't want the barrage of questions or the insults that were going to come to me. I remember, oh God, this is, a, this is how, uh, how did Wonder Woman ever save your life? I remember... Um, well, I was never I was never bullied because of Wonder Woman uh, as a kid, but I was bullied. The big kids in the neighborhood uh, always picked on the little kids, right? And I remember there was this uh, uh, near the playground. There was this sort of garage made of brick where the kids. It was cool to to climb up on the edge because the, the 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 bricks sort of jutted out that you could climb up on them and get up on top of the roof. Now the the big kids. Now I say big kids. Relatively speaking, they were, you know, 12, <laughs> 10, 13, 14, Right here I am, seven, eight. The big kids would always hang out on the roof and they would egg the little kids on. Oh yeah, you can't climb up here. You can't climb up here. I was one of those little kids who were egged on by the big kids to see if I could climb up to the top of the roof of this of this garage, this okay. brick garage. And I did it. And they were all up there and they're like, yeah, yeah, you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all climbed down <gasps> and left me up there on the roof. Oh no. And they all ran. Now, what I did not know is that they ran but they hid behind some trees, some cars, whatever, and they were just watching, to, watching to see what I was, what I was going to do. How would I, would I start crying? What I start? What would I, what would I do? Ray, I was Wonder Woman. I leapt off the roof. Oh come on! I jumped off that mother effing roof, hands in the air, stretched out. Uh, hands tilted at the wrists, <laughs> middle finger tucked in, tucked in, and I jumped off that roof. I could, I, I could have broken my freaking neck, but I landed. I just, it must have, you know, I, I guess on I your feet, a, a, on my feet. Wow, you're lucky. As soon as I did, they all came running out, going, "What the?" <laughs> <laughs> They could not, they were like, they were beside themselves. <laughs> and I was suddenly this little hero, like, oh my God. I remember it distinctly because wow. at first I was terrified. What are they doing? Why are they leaving me up here? How do I get down? And as soon as I asked the question, I knew the answer to the question. Well, I would jump down like Wonder Woman would jump. Mm -hmm. And that's how Wonder Woman saved my life. Wow, um, <laughs> that's amazing. Anyway, so uh, wow, we are we are winding down. Did we you? Did you? I want to know though. Did you become like a big uh, ce local celebrity from this for oh, with all the no, kids? No, no, no. I, I, it, it was you know, you know here. You what here? Here today, gone tomorrow. Last, lasted lasted a second. And yeah, la yeah, it did. Now, it did. Now we're back um, to same old. <laughs> 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 now they're back to teasing me the next week. Yeah, absolutely. Wonder Woman will continue in a moment. 
as Aphrodite, wise as Athena, stronger than Hercules, swifter than Mercury. Explore the 75-year history of the Amazon princess with Wonder Woman, Warrior for Peace, a monthly podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, and at wonderwomanwarriorforpeace.wordpress.com. How has your being gay, was it a major factor in your relationship with Wonder Woman? I think it was. I think to say that it's not would be um, selling it short. Um, there was all, I th- think about this as I got older. And Linda has touched upon it herself and what she's been saying, especially in the past couple years about the secret self and how that's how she thought of Diana and Wonder Woman and Diana Prince and Wonder Woman. And when I think about the spin now, uh, and if there was a deeper meaning to it for me, there's it's transformation, right? And she went, especially in ABC, from this mousy person who had to hide who they were into this really fabulous being, magical being. And she said, you know, Diana Prince is who she is and Wonder Woman is what she can do. And I feel like that's true for a lot of gay kids. Um, It was for this one. That Diana Prince, or, or you know, I, I learned how to hide who I was from the world and reveal it only at specific moments. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I was really attach, attaching myself to uh, while watching this show, is that if she can do it, certainly whatever whatever i'm feeling right now um at that time not knowing what i what i was feeling but that feeling of something missing um and that that was really admitting to myself my own sexuality and accepting that and so i i i do think she's played a big part in my um development as a human being, because even though I was being made fun of, I was also being given courage by her right, to just keep going, to keep going. Um, so to say that being gay and being a Wonder Woman fan didn't have anything to do with that would be uh, a disservice to, to what the show did for me on a deeper level. I can I have to speak personally. Yeah. When I was a little kid, when I was loving Wonder Woman, again, as I say, I was just uh enthralled by her heroism. Mm-hmm. It made me feel in, empowered when I saw that she was helping others. Yeah. When I saw when she would Wonder Woman deflecting bracelets when people shooting at her was never as uh, emotionally 
uh, satisfying to me as when she would block bullets in front of somebody else. Yeah. When she would get in front of somebody else and stop bullets. That to me, whenever I saw that, it was always would catch my breath. It was it was so astonishing to me that she's saving that person's life mm-hmm. and she's doing it effortlessly. It was her heroism that really spoke to me. And and I guess that's what we're going to explore in the show, what what it was to us. But I can tell you at that point, I did not think about it when it was on the air. Yeah. And then, as I say, is when I was getting into 10, 11, 12, I certainly started thinking about other things. It had nothing to, had nothing to do with Wonder Woman that I was sort of questioning myself, right? And so I did not put it together. I didn't put it together like you did, where that, I, that Wonder Woman was sort of this reflection of the dual people inside of me, who I was inside, who, who I, who, what I was showing to other people, and what I showed only to myself in private or only to, to certain people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That transformation. There's so many responses and, yeah. and there are so many reactions to it that there is no one reason why people liked the show. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's one of the things I want to explore as we'll do with our guests, as we'll do with viewers when they, when, when they respond. Hopefully you guys will respond and tell us why you uh, enjoyed Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other thing for me too was that she rarely punched. Right. It really wasn't until third season that she started hitting right. people, right. Uh, you know. And I was, I noticed that. And Jamie Summers was the same way. Right. That they looked for other solutions. Um, they tried to find the nonviolent solutions. And I don't think that appealed that appealed to me as a human, um, not specifically my sexuality. But I noticed it, and I saw that women were fighting in a different way than men were, and the results were often better. Yeah, she never really hated who she was fighting, and I don't want to bring Jamie Summers into it too much. But Jamie Summers looked for the humanity and the people that. Um, she went up against, and so did Lin- or Linda's Wonder Woman in a way. I don't know. There was just something very human about her, Linda's Wonder Woman, that was easy for me to um, envelop myself in when I needed something to envelop myself in and something to strive for. Uh, would you say that uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman is that is the the your that's the fullest complete realization of wonder woman that that is your wonder woman i would say yes she is my wonder woman but after reading this last issue of ruckus (laughs) um i think i finally found another one in the comics uh outside of phil's that i could really identify with and that gives me hope like linda's wonder woman did uh, and still does, and still does. When I'm when I'm depressed, I put her on and just watch an episode, or the La La Land's release of their of the three CD set. That has been, oh my God, that's like the holy grail. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
But yeah, I, I would say she is my Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. What about you? I would have to agree. Uh, there have been. I, I loved, like I said, the, the the second touchstone for me was the George Perez Wonder Woman. I I was I was seventeen. I was uh, at that right uh, age. Uh, it was the right time in my life when I wasn't getting in trouble um, to get back into the character. It was it was it was a it was a, a a monumental moment to to get to know another a new Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, the the one that was the one that 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 and, and remains today you can still, like you say, you, you turn her on. I mean, I, I my laptop right here. I have all of them right here with a touch of a button. I can go, <laughs> go open up an episode and, and scrub to a scene. Yeah. And I, and if, if I just need a scene, if I just need to see, you know what? I need to watch uh formula 407 where she goes and, and I need to see her uh, deflect the bullet uh from the woman what was her name from the woman what was her name ah. <laughs> oh god yeah yeah we're uh, we're wonder woman fans and this is we're hosting a podcast maria maria <laughs> saved us right you did save us yes they were about to switch over to <laughs> dukes of hazard podcast uh, <laughs> but no you're right just Sometimes I just need to see a scene like that. Yeah. And hear that, you know. <laughs> swinging into action and doing that. Um, you know, just I just need that visual. I need to see her yeah. do that. And uh, I, every time Wonder Woman crushes a gun in her hands, oh, I, I think I, I, I get a little high off that. Yeah. Um, or when she bends the metal rod in front of the guy in I Do, I Do. <laughs> She just stands there and does it and then looks at him. <laughs> yeah. Looks at him. Go throw a tire around. Oh, him. go throw it. Okay, listen, we're 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 it was time for us to get yeah, out of we're, here. We're throwing me, a tire around this. You people have gotten enough. Holy cow. Uh, this was supposed to be a real a primer getting getting to know Ray and Paul. Well, yeah. you've got your money's worth. Um, this is supposed to be 15 minutes. This is supposed to be I have loved this conversation. Me too. This has uh, been and, great. And this is, has been long. Actually, it's been long overdue. I think it's just been bubbling up from, you know, I wanted to talk to Ray for so long about Wonder Woman. Well, yeah. it all comes out. It <laughs> all comes out it. now in the podcast. Um, by by so, the time Spaced Out comes along, uh, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be, we'll, when Linda is dreading that spin, Paul and I are going to be like, oh God, we got to do yeah, another yeah, one of these we're, things. We're dre- we'll be dreading it too. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, 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 so let, let no, me tell you guys, this. I love this. let me tell you guys where uh, you can uh, find us. Um, satintights.com is our, our website. Satin Tights is our uh, Facebook uh name you can look us up there satin tights pod pod is our twitter handle satin tights was is taken by someone that has tweeted once uh 66 <laughs> years ago uh they don't, they have an egg as their profile picture so is it a fetish twitter uh, account i have no idea it's the it's the dumbest tweet in the world you know uh, and it's just 
for for six years. Are it's we sure our there. president writes some pretty stupid ones? <laughs> oh, oh, I got to think of some great Wonder Woman sound effects uh, to to do when you whenever you pull a zinger like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the you know the 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 lasso making contact, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I'm glad you're uh, revealing all these websites since I don't go online much. And now now I know where to find us. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so that's right. So Satin Tights Pod is our Twitter handle. Satin Tights is, is on us uh, on uh, on Facebook. Uh, Satin Tights on Instagram. And uh, uh, you can find our uh, podcast. You'll be able to find it. You can you'll find it on iTunes. Uh, you'll find it on Google uh, Google Podcast. Uh, you'll find it. Do a search for it if you're on Android and on your phone. You can do it on any of the Android um, uh, pod catchers. You'll find us there. Uh, I love that there's now there's a community of Wonder Woman podcasts out there, uh, which That's is great. which is yeah. I, I think it's great. I think it's and, and everyone each of these different hosts brings something a little bit different because uh, there are also little boys who <laughs> are going to school and who are ashamed, uh, who are made to feel shame over their Wonder Woman love, <laughs> and they get to listen to these podcasts. That's right. That's right. We are nobody be ever there. talks about the little boys that she. We're has. gonna be there for you made that the little boys that she has really saved you're right you're right it always goes to the girls and she linda's portrayal of wonder woman specifically has done a lot to save a lot of gay boys absolutely and as i said yeah you know back in 2013 there were no other podcasts uh, Mm -hmm. about wonder woman there was one that was that had faded now there are lots. It sort of uh, makes sense with the the new movie, um, the 75th anniversary. Naturally, people who make comic book podcasts or podcasts about superheroes or pop culture podcasts, somebody was going to come to the same conclusion I did in 2013, that there was no Wonder Woman podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so now you can find a handful. Uh, let me just tell you uh, uh, what they are. Uh, the Wonder Woman Princess of the Amazons, again, as I said, hosted by Andrew Pinkham. That's gone. I don't know where you are, Andrew. Come back. Uh, uh, return to the family. Wonder Woman Diana Prince podcast, hosted by Diablo Frank. It's a, uh, a rolled spine podcast. Uh, Frank, uh, he takes certain sections of Wonder Woman comics, certain runs, certain story arcs, and he gets really in depth. Uh, uh, it's it's almost like a you know an, a, an opinion piece on them. Oh, great! Uh, Wonder Woman Warrior for Peace podcast is hosted by Angela. She does something really interesting. She uh, she goes she's she narrates and then rates and reviews. Uh, a one story from the golden age, the silver age, and then the current modern age, uh, and an episode of the uh, of the TV show. She does it. She uh, so uh, she wow. does one. Yeah. So there are like four different stories that she talks about in her podcast. Really good stuff. Cool. Um, Radio Free Themyscira is hosted by Matt, and uh, he he also talks about the comics. He talks about the uh, one of the features that were in the. Uh, uh, the Wonder Woman comics a uh, long, long time ago, early, was the uh, the Wonder Woman of history. Oh, yes. He does a lot of good stuff in talking about the comics as well. Uh, Lasso of Truth, hosted by Juliet Kahn and Elle Collins. Um, they also take certain eras of Wonder Woman and talk about them. They just talked about Rucka's run uh, in their last one. Uh, Wonder Words just released their 
first podcast that's hosted by Brad Taylor. Uh, and it's, um, he, they're going to be talking about the TV show as well. So there are many, many people talking about Wonder Woman. That, I'm, fact, gl- I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. And just doing a, a, a search. I'm glad she's of out Wonder- of the closet. It's okay. We can all come out of our closets now <laughs> and talk about Wonder Woman because the movie, it's legitimate now. I'm so happy that this movie is going to be to a whole new generation. And yeah. we can talk about the implications of the invisible plane uh, later as well. Cue the invisible plane music. go and what does linda say they had the stupidest music (laughs) the invisible plane she's so funny Um, yes she is people don't get linda carter there are a lot of people who do not get linda carter linda carter is goofy yes she has a really goofy uh quirky sense of humor she's gonna be the greatest grandmother in the world yeah because she's very that sort of kooky you know, goofiness. And if you think it's something new, go back to her earliest interviews, like on Carson or whatever. She's being goofy and mm-hmm. and just giddy and laughing and funny even back then. That's, I mean, that's that's who she is. I've got a really quick Linda story. I know we're ending, but uh, in in 2007, uh, it was in the early days of her cabaret act, and uh, Kevin and I went to Chicago to see it, and we sat at a front row table. After the show, we were waiting in the lobby for her, and she came out. Uh, she was on vocal rest, and uh, I was the first person she saw, and she came up to me and shook my hand, and I gushed something at her. I have no idea what I said. <laughs> and uh, she got to my husband, who, Kevin. Why do, I keep, why do I keep clarifying? Jesus, how many times have I said that? <laughs> um, she gets to Kevin. And he, who's 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 Kevin? Uh, Kevin is my husband. <laughs> okay, I just want I I didn't know. In case I didn't mention, I met him through, uh, and uh, <laughs> so she gets to him, and he goes. Kevin will have to be one of our guests. Uh, uh, on yeah, the we'll show, have to find know. out a good episode for him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe spaced out. Yep, <laughs> he could he could he could fill in for me on that one. I will say the music from and it is very good. the cd robert prince would be my second choice for the music but once you put it to the story and the directing and the episode it is junk but you, <laughs> uh, toots almost came but out my, my linda story toots, let me finish, almo- let me toots almost came out to say junk, junk. uh <laughs> so she gets to kevin and kevin goes my husband and i or uh, we met because of wonder woman and he points to me and uh he goes and we got married. And back then, there was very few states that allowed that. And we got married in Canada because I wouldn't give any money to this country. And uh, she, her eyes just bugged out. And she was so excited that uh, we got married oh. from because Wonder Woman brought us together. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, and she gave us a thumbs up. He just screamed from his office. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear it. That's awesome. That's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. It was really great. Okay, so now I, I I derailed the whole ending of the episode. No, 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 no. That's great. That's that's look. That's this is look. This is what you get, people. 
Oh, and uh, last but not least, the Wonder Woman wiki. If you love Wonder Woman, if you love the TV show, if you love any of the incarnations of the of her comics history, if you have merchandise, if you love any of that stuff, join the Wonder Woman wiki at wonderwoman.wikia, W-I-K-I-A.com, and uh, register an account. There are a lot. If you don't register for an account, there are a lot of ads that are on the page. It'll probably it could deter you. But once you register for an account, the ads, 90% of the ads go away. Little known secret. So join the Wonder Woman Wiki. Read the articles on there. If there's something that you want to contribute to, by all means, please. We want to make, it's an encyclopedia for all things related to Wonder Woman. We want to make it, we, we're striving to make a definitive uh, one-stop source uh, for just Wonder Woman encyclopedia information online. Lovely. Yeah, so join, uh, I mean, a- a- anything. I'm talking about, you know, if you see a spelling error, go into the edit box, fix the error, or if you want to, I say from spelling errors to full uh, paragraphs of information that you want to add um, you can do it. That's it, it. It's open for everyone to become an editor to contribute. Uh, and there are guidelines, there's help pages, all that stuff. So anyway, that's the last, that's the last link. And last but not least, before we say goodbye, Ray yeah. Caspio. Dot com. Ray Caspio. Dot com. Is that where people can find everything they need to about you? Yes, pretty much. Uh, that would be the source. My, uh, illustrations are up, design work. Uh, my performance work, uh, it's all up there. It's mostly about my performance work. Um, okay. You can find me on there. I also have a po- another podcast. Hooray. Hooray. Um, Ray, have I told you that I love that? I'm glad you I'm, do. I've told you that. I'm glad you I do. I love that play on words because it is perfect. Yeah, I'm still finding my way with it. Uh, there has not been a new episode since September. Yeah. Um, but I have two recorded. But I also think uh, after those two are done, uh, Uncle Toots has uh, decided he is going to take over completely. Uh-oh. Um, so, so I think that's what might be happening. Uncle Toots, I manage him. And <laughs> he, yeah, he's, I don't think anybody manages, he, manages him. He's been wanting that show since day one, and he may get it. But there are five episodes of Who Ray Up, which is W-H-O-R-A-Y. And they're also on my website. Absolutely fantastic. So that um, would be the best place to find me. Yeah. and uh, Where can people find you? Me? I'm... Uh, God, I hope nobody's looking for me. I'm, I'm trying to, to, you know... No, you can find me... Um, I had a website, bisson.net. Um, uh, but that goes nowhere. Uh <laughs> So uh, I'm on Twitter at Bisson, B-I-S-S-O-N, at Bisson is me. Um, I am on uh, Facebook, Bisson, B-I-S-S-O-N, that's me. Um, I do have a, a, a sort of public page, Paul K. Bisson, uh, on Facebook that you can go and look at too. But for the most part, um, <clears throat> you can find me on Twitter. I'm, all, I'm, I'm there as well. Uh, there's also the Satin Tights blog. Uh, which is, uh, again, you can, uh, if you search for the Satin Tights uh, WordPress blog, you, you can take a look at all of our, uh, we've, I've, I've written some blog stuff as well uh, for Satin Tights, and that's where mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find some more information about stuff that's going on with me and everybody else. So, um, and and, the, and the, the Facebook page and the Twitter page for Satin Tights, 
Uh, we'll also retweet stuff that Ray does and stuff that I do that that not necessarily has anything to do with Wonder Woman, but because we're cool. the hosts and we think you might enjoy it. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So that's it, Ray. That's the that's the primer. That's episode zero. Uh, do you want to know what's coming up next? I would love to know what's coming up next. What's coming up next, Paul? Well, coming up next. First, before we get to the new original Wonder Woman, we're going to take a look at the two the two not uh, original Wonder Womans. Can't wait. <laughs> we're going to take a look at the uh, the pilot presentation that that never made it to to air. The uh, Who's Afraid of Diana Prince which was supposed to be a uh, Batman-esque type Wonder Woman show from uh, Dozier and Doug Kramer. And um, we're going to take a look at the often uh, ridiculed Kathy Lee Crosby 1974 TV movie Wonder Woman that, spoilers, there's a lot to like in that movie. Yeah, uh, and, I like it for and, what it is. Uh, for what it is, exactly. It is what it is. And if you mm-hmm. accept it for what it is, you, you probably have a good time watching it. Yep. So th- those th- those two things are coming up uh, before we get to the new original Wonder Woman. And when we get to the new original Wonder Woman, uh, we're going to have a guest with us. So we'll keep that as a surprise for now. That's right. So uh, until then. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> until then, Ray. Yes. We're out of here. Goodbye. hear from you email us at satin tights podcast at gmail.com or call us at 508 68 satin and leave a message that's 508 687 2846 and we may use your message on a future podcast like us on facebook and instagram at satin tights and follow us on twitter at satin tights pod Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and your favorite Android podcast app. Music clips are from La La Land Records' limited edition Wonder Woman TV soundtrack. You can order yours right now at LaLaLandRecords.com while supplies last. I went to the Five and Dime and I got me a Sody and a Wonder Woman comic.